Hello and welcome to another episode of That's Why They Would, where we do the exact opposite of what we usually do. Um, we don't take something that's really good or like widely loved and explain to you in, in rigorous detail um, and analysis why it defined a culture and a generation of people who would go on to create other great art. We do the opposite. We take a bit of bollocks and we say this was, was terrible. And then we'll just tear into it for about an hour. And I'm joined today again by Mr. Paddy Stanton. How are you doing, Geezer? I'm on point, Geezer. All the time, Geezer. All the time, Geezer. Like you say there, the last episode, though, that's why were they bollocks? Was it was a good one. Mm. Talking about Vince Russo. He was definitely a hairy watermelon, like I discussed. But uh, what's on yeah. the what's on the bollocks agenda today then? Because there's so much bollocks potential out there. What what would you like to, to discuss? So this one right here is not as bollocks as I thought it originally was, but it is still an unequivocal load of old bollocks. And that was the last episode of How I Met Your Mother. And when I'm saying the last episode, I'm going to extend this maybe to the last series as well, or maybe the ending in general of How I Met Your Mother. Because yeah. It, because it started to like drift into bollocks from season six onwards. You think so? I think the last the last good season of How I Met Your Mother for me was six, I'd say. I think the after that, end, if it started it, it to fall out, off. Yeah. It, it turned out to be really good. Like in, in, the, in the end, it turned out to be okay. But when they started to go off a cliff, was they, they took Barney's character, who was like the comic relief. He was, yeah. he was the funniest part of the show. And, and they just... They just flipped his character just like 180. It's like, well, all the reasons, you know, it's great, you know, comic character development and all that bollocks, but all the reasons we love the character, mm-hmm. just ripped away. It was like I've never, I've never experienced that with a character like some. I was so attached. I think everyone's favorite was Barney, but in the end, yeah, what wasn't Schmoes? It ended up being Marshall as your favorite character. It's like something's got to give there, like the Definitely. the regression of of, of Barney. I think that's what done the show in the end of the day. I mean, a lot of things there, the romantic relationships and that. But when he started hooking up with with Robin and that whole that whole shit, that was it for me. I just it just it wasn't even a case of like it was just the story that let it down. Like I don't know what it. Do you feel like the comedy just got worse, or was it getting repetitive? It, it seemed like it was. The thing is, it was like when it, when it first started out, those first early seasons, like some of the, the writing was honestly genius. Like you could yeah. break it down, analyze it, and it, some of it was incredible storytelling they do. And then what that happened was, is around about it started off around season six, and when it got to like the last like few seasons, it was it was honestly hard to watch because what they basically did was what we're going to do is we're going to try and make this emotional as possible, and every episode they'd be summing it up with some kind of life lesson. They got to a point. Where like what used to happen was at the end of every episode, like there'd be Ted going, "Oh, and this is why you blah 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 blah." Mm. And but and then you have some sad music playing, <laughs> some sad bullshit. When you know you have a bit of Tom Waits and and and, and, <laughs> Ted, and, and Ted going, "Oh, thank goodness that girl threw like a glass of water in my face. Otherwise, I never would have got married for." for <laughs> And you'd be like, yeah, it's fair enough, you know. But then what happened was, is they, they every five minutes, they like it got to a point where, like in American shows and and 
well, they, when they played it here in, in England, they did have ad breaks in between. But going into the ad break, they'd have one of those moments as well. Those one of those learning moments. Yeah. Of, oh, this is meant to be like the moral of the story, and they'd have one of them at the end of the episode as well, and it would just be like, for fuck's sake. Yeah, like Jesus Christ, I've come here to laugh, not like not like learn a lesson. Like I'm not, I'm not watching this to to you know be, get edu- be educational. It's not like a you know I'm not I'm not watching this to learn about my love life, or to learn about sex, or to learn about sex ed. Like yeah, at the end of the day, that's what it was. The the storylines just like it just went too far that way, didn't it? Like I'm trying, to, I'm going to teach, I'm going to teach you, I'm going to teach, I'm going to be your father. It's like no, I'm just I've just came to laugh. That's all. That's all. Seeing your TV show on for. I think I think. Think well, satirised it in the um, the best bar award when they when when they they were sort of sat, you know in that episode where they were sat satirising like your brightly lit comedies where all the audience would be going oh like the, the will they want yeah the like the the old yeah. school sort of sitcoms you know ABC sitcoms stuff from the eighties yeah. all the way up there. And how I met your mother falls right into that sometimes. It did. It, well, it did. I think that's what happened. It eventually became that show. Became it. You know, it's the whole Batman analogy in a way, isn't it? What's the Batman analogy? I've heard that. You know about um, uh, the the what is it again? One sec, let me get it. Um, uh, what is it? You live uh, long enough to become the villain. That one. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So what happened was. Um, how I Met Your Mother was a white meat baby face. It was a hero, <laughs> and then it slowly turned into a, a Vince Russo type of heel. It slowly, yeah, it slowly became the villain. But it wasn't slow though. It was so quick. Like season one to five was, you know, was it was. Yeah. I feel like as the seasons went on, it just gradually got worse and worse. I think. But go, well, quickly going back to that Batman analogy, I heard that about Triple H, right? He, he was the, like he started off as like you know the the D generation X the the uh the clique member who was anti-establishment and then he, he basically turned into the to fucking Vince McMahon basically. <laughs> yeah, it could be it could be used for him as well. Yeah, but no, yeah, it, it was it was that yeah, but it did happen so suddenly and it just went like off a cliff. It was it 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 it, it was like it was incredible like. It had some great storytelling moments, and then series six happened, and sequence where they where like uh, how I met your mother. I don't know what it was. They did this a few times actually. It's never been a musical. They've they've never done this before where they take whole segments out of the show and all of the cast are just going to sing a sing a, a song, and then all of a sudden it was happening all the time. Oh it was like, shit! Yeah. Because like the first, the first moment was that it was Robin and Barney. But the in the I mean, rain was that one where they're all like in the rain. The, the, they had one with um where where Barney was trying to get with that girl who I think was actually Stacy Keebler. Get I oh yeah, she was in it. Yeah, and um and like she wanted to make him choose between her and Suits. And that was it. Suits, glorious yeah. Suits. That was it. Da, 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 that one. <laughs> I, yeah. I used to proper like them when I was a kid, though, you know, I swear. Oh, oh, how I wrong I was. And it was when Barney was taking this woman on a date, and he was, I think he was taking Robin on a date or something like that, and, and Ted was sort of singing to him what would be the ideal date or something in, in the bar, and 
like the background started changing and shit and it was like what the fuck is this why is this in a 30 minute sitcom out of nowhere yeah um, the only fools did that imagine it Imagine they weren't the first episode of That's Why They Were Quality. They would be the first episode of That's Why They Were Bollocks. Yeah, it would, oh, it would, it would just... You'd cry, way. lad. You'd definitely cry if all of a sudden Only Fools started putting in musical elements. Could you imagine? Well, I mean, I don't know. I've not... I've not um, I don't want to... If, if the Only Fools musical wants to, to sponsor us, then... <laughs> I don't want to... No, that's different because that is a musical, like trying to be a musical. It's not a sitcom that's trying to be funny that then turns into half a rom a rom com, half a fucking musical, like. And that's what it was at the end of the day. It became just the antithesis of like you know, you know those bland ass like rom coms that you see pop up on Netflix all the time. It ju- it just became that, and it became like like stuff that wasn't funny and it had a laugh and it has a laugh track laugh track in the background you be you, you watch something long enough and you become as you become older you realize shit that's you know not funny yeah definitely and it would like with the whole last season them saying it over the course of this weekend at robin and barney's um the wedding weren't uh, it, yeah yeah they um I was going to say funeral. I would have been a grimace. <laughs> <laughs> I would have preferred a funeral at this point. Fucking hell. But uh, it was it was a bit know, clever idea. Like in 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 you know in in, in it's a clever idea on paper. Uh, you know, but they beat it to death so much. Where you were just by the end of that series, you were just like fuck me. Every I remember though, honestly, like that season, yeah. I was like, I was watching it out of ha- like out of a chore, out of a habit because I think everyone was. They were like, I need to see how this ends because like the premise of the show was all about the ending. The ending had to be perfect. It had to have delivered, like because mm. that's the the purpose of the show, isn't it? It's how how you fucking met the mother, for God's sake. And then, like, you, you're begging for it to end. Like, season seven, you're like, please end. I need to just end. What, what I will say, though, in its defence, and also this is another thing to uh, criticise it for, is that the casting of the mother, they got spot on. The actress they got to play her, was, she was incredible. She's exact, perfect casting, better than Victoria, better than Robin, perfect match for Ted. Yeah, yeah. Girl. But what's annoying about that is that we've spent so long, over a decade, like, I know a lot of people hated Ted, but I didn't think he was that bad. bad Schmosby! I didn't think he was that bad. bad. Schmoses. He was a little bit annoying. He was lame, bro. He was a lame-oid. Nothing wrong with that. (laughs) He's so lame. The thing about it was, right, is that yeah, he was, yeah, he was a little bit lame, a little bit corny, but ultimately, he was a nice person, and you did want to see him, like, succeed in the end, and finally, he meets this girl with the perfect match for him, and they show in his short five-minute fucking flashback slash fast-forward moments. Uh, it, uh, it was like, can't you just do an entire season where he, the geezer's happy? Can't you, can't you just... Can't we just see this geezer happy for fucking once? Because he and was a he, loser. And, and, and spoiler alert, while we're here, massive spoiler alerts, he gets with his bird, right? Get married, amazing, and she turns out to die. 
it's like, for fuck's sake, can't this guy just have a happy ever so, after? Yeah, and that? and that was the, the it's probably. I mean, do you think it's the worst end then in a sitcom that you've ever seen? It, it probably because it well, it's there's, there's there's three that spring to mind, but this was this was is up there because. It's. We'll, t- we'll tell the story, obviously. Like so, you know, give an outline. It's like it's nine years. It's nine seasons. You've got, you know, Ted yeah. and Robin, who are uh, on again, off again, on again, off again, on again, off again. Um, just just to the point where it's it's aggravating. It's like, uh, please do not end up together. Please, please just yeah, don't. The, thing. the early series, you were like, uh, the first series, whole series was Robin with Ted, and you were watching it like, you know what. Was it? great. And then this whole second series, they spent with each other, and then you know what? It kind of got a bit boring. By the time it was over, you're like, yeah, fair enough. It's trying its course. And then it kind of moved on, and Robin got with, with Barney, and you're like, well, that's, you know, at first it was a bit weird. Well, then it kind of made sense. No, then so they, they broke- then they they dated, and then and then they um, mm-hmm. they split up, and then Barney was chasing Robin for what felt like a fucking eternity. It was so long. And then, and then Robin did chase Barney. Yeah, and that's that's the thing about this the show. It like towards the end, it was beating dead, so many dead horses. Like it was just you know like a tease and like you know telling a story and and you know like you know getting the story arc and all that. that that's fine, but like they milked shit just to an un, a stupid amount where it was just like ah, oh, it was so frustrating. Definitely, and it was like like this, this Barney geezer. He he was like this this womanizing guy, and he was a fascinating character, really good backstory, and you can yeah. really un- kind of understand like the way like like how like maybe he morphed into who he was. Really good origin story. I, I loved the them episode, you know, with the dad and all that, like, and they were emotional and that. Like, I actually really I really liked them episodes. Oh, definitely. Uh, he, he he was the most like he he was one of the most heartwarming characters, the most heartwarming character of the show. And one of the things that annoyed me is like. If he's going to quit his womanizing ways, like it's going to have to be this like, amazing woman. And then it turns out to be this bird called Nora. Why was she special? I don't. <laughs> you don't think she was fit, though? She was fit, but he's done better. Right? He's, he's, right? It's like, like, with Ted, the casting for Ted, spot on. Like, the girl they picked, she was. Real, like, that's dream girl material right there from like everything about her is incredible. Spot on casting right there, but Barney, it was just like it wasn't really believable. It was like, why would this this woman Nora? Why would she stop your art ahead of like a hundred other girls that you must have slept with? It's like, like Robin, you can kind of understand because Robin, like, but then that Nora was like, annoying. I thought it's not gonna lie, very annoying. Oh, just yeah, and that's the thing with a lot of these characters, man. They got so annoying. Mm. Like that, like Lily and Marshall, like their marriage, like the cutesy, like marriage, like oh, just uh, do you know what I mean? Sometimes it was just like oh, that is just enough, like you know, that's not real life. That's not how. That's not how people act in marriages. She she was just like she spent half that show just nagging people. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she did. That was her character, the nagger. Shinsuke Nagamura. Shinsuke Nagamura. Arnold Nagam... Arnold Schwarzenegger. So the actress that played um, 
thingy, the 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 mother, Kristen Milioti. She actually then went on to because that was the first thing I'd ever seen in her. Don't don't know about you. And then I see really because really? I remember watching her back in the day and like I I didn't recognize her at all. Mm. Um, but then she popped up in Wolf of Wall Street, didn't she? A couple of years later. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. She yeah, plays a sort of completely opposite character in that. Y- yeah, oh, in yeah. a way. Yeah. Yeah, but. Uh, Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. Yeah, she's in Fargo as well. So yeah. I feel like she went on to do like more things, bigger things than everyone else after that. What do you think? Like, is uh, obviously Neil Patrick Harris Barney. He's Neil Patrick Harris. He was already in other films, and you know yeah. he's a comedian and Tony, Tony actor and all that. So he was he's fine. But like, I don't know. Obviously, Jason Segel, Jason Segel, but the others. I don't know. I've never seen Smoes being anything really. That's the thing. I was about to say about Jason Segel. Like for a period of time, he was doing like really well for himself. Um, but, but but yeah, that that uh, Ted Mosby. Up until recently, I'd agree with you, but now he's in that show with um, Al Pacino, uh, uh, Hunters. Is he? So, yeah, yeah. He plays one of the main characters. In that oh, okay, episode. I haven't watched it yet. Actually, it's been recommended to me though. It's. It's um. Yes, and he's, he's a good, good character in it. So, he's, yeah, you know, I, he's, he's on the come up now again, so he's still got some, some, some left in him. So, what did you make the bollocks last season, season nine? You know, where the the therapist... No, that that was season seven, wasn't it? The, the therapist, it was Cal, Cal, Cal Penn, he played Kevin. Fucking uh, Harold R. Halden Kumar, isn't it? He was another just annoying character. I felt like that geezer right there, right? And this is coming from me. I don't really stand up for myself for the best of days. But that geezer just got pushed around. Like, like <laughs> it's like, fuck me. I, I, that must be how I look to the outside world. He just, he's just like, he, he, he never stood up for himself at all. And he, he, he was, oh, it was, it was, he was, he was a shit character. <laughs> he was shit for being such a pussy. <laughs> Well, there you go. I mean, there's, okay. there's, if there's one thing to le- to learn from this show, yeah, it's uh, it's it's watch Kevin and watch what not to do in a relationship, what not to be like. In life, in life in general. In life in general, oh, I don't know. To be, but he would be a hundred percent in the right, and then he would end up apologising. Right? Yeah, no, she was a bad not bad, like complete, complete not bad. Yeah. And this is another thing, like. I haven't watched this show back in, in a while, in years, but I was, like, the biggest How I Met Your Mother fan in school, like, the biggest. Yeah. But just reminiscing about you, would you now? And, like, just to see how far comedy's come, how many good show, comedy shows there are now. You know, like, you know, It's Always Sunny, uh, mm-hmm. Arrested Developments, Kirby Enthusiasm, all these amazing comedy shows. Yeah, looking back at it, this 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 show is pretty bollocks, and it, and it comes down to the characters being so unlikable and just annoying. What, what, and, and what what is like fascinating about it is you contrast it to their best episodes. Like their best episode, puzzles. Like, I, I think, you agree with puzzles. Yeah, definitely. And and what was so great about that is in that whole episode, Ted wasn't responsible. He wasn't yeah. his wife character. He was a deviant like Barney. Yeah, Him yeah. and Barney were just on the same level, like it, the same one for the St. Patrick's Day episode. They were they were deviants. They they were just they were they were just like just two hilarious geezers who were bouncing off each other, and it was brilliant. And then you had your serious moments with your, your Ted and really that was great, but. <laughs> 
you had Ted was this really fun, relatable character. And I did, it kind of people who made that watch it and go, oh, right, that's what we should be doing. And they, they, never, they never returned back to it again. The next episode, he was this fucking geezer talking about his future kids and shit. <laughs> I don't know. I think you kind of... Uh... The first episode, he's saying "I love you" on a on a first date. I mean, you you haven't done that, have yeah, you? Like, yeah. Please tell me you've never done that. I've probably told someone told someone I love him on the first fucking Tinder message. <laughs> I need to see your <laughs> Tinder messages now. Then <laughs> they will not be released. You, you know what I'm just looking at now as well. You know, you mentioned about the creators of the show, uh, mm. Carter Bays is one of them apparently, and Craig Thomas. I'm just looking at these on Wikipedia now. I don't think they've oh, ever. They, I don't think they've ever done anything else before any other shows afterwards. I thought they were the geezers who did Friends, were they not the geezers who did Friends? Maybe it was the same no. production company. Yeah, maybe it's got that same similar vibe, hasn't it? Same, same annoying characters as well. Yeah, I just remember like when it first came out, they were saying that from the people who brought you Friends, but maybe that was like I don't know. Maybe it was like yeah, like the same company or something. I don't know. I don't know yeah. what what you make of that. The fact that you know they haven't done a a show since is that for good reason or? Well, the thing is, they probably don't have to, to be honest, because like they like it, it's like you know what Curb Enthusiasm, you see um Larry David, like obviously he went on to do like Curb, but he doesn't have to do Curb. Yeah. Like, if you make a show as successful as like a Seinfeld or a How I Met Your Mother, yeah, you can off off the residuals to that for yeah. the rest of you. That's a good. It's a good, <laughs> yeah, defo. I mean, that's the thing. Would you like? Could 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 you like? Would you just sit on your money? And it's weird, that isn't it? When you think about it that way, like, yeah, with sitcom writers, it seems that like they make the one show and then they just they're just chilling the rest of their lives. Like, did I think Jerry Seinfeld that? Did he, I mean, he did stand up on that, but did he do anything after Seinfeld? It's like, mm. exactly. It's it's um. Well, why do you think that is? It's, I don't know. Is there a reason? Like, I don't know, because if it was me and I was a creative person, mm. wouldn't you want to keep on creating? Like, I know you say you would, but I don't I don't think you would. You're, you're always wanting to create, aren't you? Yeah, definitely. I, I, I would want to. But one of the, the things, though, about it is that, like, they might they might have only struck lightning in a bottle once. It's like, mm. Amanda Iannucci, after he had, like, stuff that was put on TV... He still had numerous shows that failed and like didn't get commissioned. It's like they, they maybe tried again, but it just they just didn't just didn't work. Yeah, like maybe they didn't do anything that was as good again. That's a good point. So, in terms of the last season of, of How I Met Your Mother, is there anything that stands out? So, like, how did it sort of how did it go? How did it get so bollocks to you, in your opinion? So, so the main thing that was bollocks about it. So, so I already talked about the fact that he finally meets this girl incredible women they don't they we, we hardly get to see them together at all because they fucking kill her off like they played out the fact that her him like ted and robin they were together before it was good at a time then it got annoying as shit and then they basically they blow up this whole fucking main storyline and revert back to the ted and robin again which was just a fucking awful way to end the episode and and I think the, the main, another main thing is that you do start to get invested. They spent the whole last season pitching to you why Robin and Barney are soulmates and why they should be together and blah, blah, blah. And then they fucking divorce them straight away. <laughs> just, 
What was the point of watching the rest of that? Did that all happen in the last episode? Last episode, it yeah. happened straight away. They like before the first ad break, it was like, all right, they're divorced now. <laughs> I'd like there, there was there was genius moments in in the in the last the last series. Like there was a part where like because like again, spoiler alert. Um, again, if you've not watched if you've not watched the last the last series, this is an endorsement for the show. If you if you're tuning into so called that's why they were bollocks, you're probably not going to want to watch the show. But you're probably not going to want to watch How About Your Mother. But Right, it, spoiler alert, but at, at the end of it, right, she dies, and there's this great bit in the, at the episodes leading up to it where um, Robin's mother's not going to turn up to the wedding, and they do like a flash forward. And um, Ted says to, to the mother, Oh, you know, what mother, not at their daughter's wedding? Um, no, sorry, she says to Ted, What do, what mother's not at their daughter's wedding? And then you could just see Ted start crying. And this is before they've done the reveal about her dying. And obviously when you know that, it's such a, so clever that, that when that all comes together, it's genius. Um, so moments like that are brilliant. But at the same time, it's just fucking depressing. It's just like, haven't you done enough depressing things? Like him getting stood up at the altar, him... Get him with that Victoria bird and it not working out. Just can't, just, just can't you, like, can't you just have one payoff where everything goes right? Yeah. Just fucking once. You know what it is as well? What we've just been talking about? It's a Russo swerve. They've Russo swerved it. They've done it. They, they've literally done it to be unpredictable, to, to plot twist it. There was no need for a plot twist here. We we want we wanted a, a happy ending, an ending that made sense and that was logical. Vince Russo and Carter Bays and the other geezer that made the show, yeah, they're clearly mates. They clearly have the same writing technique, the same writing <laughs> style, because they like to fuck with your head and not in a good way. <laughs> like the, the <laughs> Like as soon as, as soon as like, so what he didn't see in that final episode is that after he explained that whole story about how he met their mother, like the kids, they started to say, "Oh, yeah, that's a bit bollocks." What <laughs> you don't understand, bro. What <laughs> you don't understand, bro, is that Robin, she's my real love of my life. I was just playing with that other woman that mother and I gave birth to you. I was just playing, bro. It's all about character. <laughs> <laughs> It's all about being a heel, bro. You just got out there, and you might have given birth, but I w- I've been a heel, but now I'm a babyface because me and Robin, we're the, we're the real soulmates, bro. You just got to understand, bro. Robin, yeah, she has a tighter thingy fingerling than your mother did, bro. She's got she's got a tighter ass, a better ass to play with. She likes going on top, bro. So you just got to understand, bro. <laughs> Robin, she's better all around. Thick girl, thick girl, bro. Your mother, she had she had boobs yeah. like pancakes, bro. <laughs> so the mother was like was Miss Elizabeth, and Robin was um, was a Sherry Martell. Yeah, she, you could she's say better worker, just a better all round performer. Better all performer. In the bedroom, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Do you think that's what it come down to, which most be at the end of the day? Do you think Robin was just the, uh, there was more of a sexual connection? Could be, could be. 
Hmm. Imagine that. Same yeah. the way, same way you do with uh, with Justin Timberlake. I've never had any calls from a man. He's never. Uh, oh, is that just a lookalike that you? Oh, that's just a uh, mannequin, isn't it? I prefer the word doll than uh, mannequin. <laughs> I mean, that's what I like to be referred as. Yeah, <laughs> you would say that. Oh, you forgot to mention. I remember the 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 cringiest part of this whole episode mm. was the blue horn, the French horn. The whole thing about it being a Smurf penis as well. That's a shit joke. I don't know why they <laughs> terrible. They terrible. I don't know why they hung on to that. And yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was a terrible fucking callback. It was a cringy. Oh. So what was the so the French horn was that some that was something from a previous episode, first episode, the yeah. first episode, yeah. yeah. So what they do is they decide their final parts, or well, basically there's like the final scene. So yeah, the final scene is after he like tells his kids like um like you know that's the story of how I met your old mom, and they're like the oh, old mom, yeah. So he's, they, 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 he says he says to him right there you go geezers that's yeah. how I met your old mom. Yeah. Yeah, you know we're gonna put the old match on. And then uh, <laughs> they, they, they like say to the geezer, "Hold on, I think you love that old Robin Bird." And they like, and he's like, "Get away, son! I don't, I'm not into that." Get Robin away! Bird. Get away! And then, and then, and then she, then they go to her, and they go to him. No, he, you like the old Robin Bird? Do you want to go sort her out? And, I was, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, I wouldn't mind actually." So then the next thing you see is he's at her window with like a, a blue French horn. And just holds it up, and he's got like a few grey hairs, and I don't know what kind of moisturiser they use because they haven't seemed to age at all. <laughs> they look younger, they, if anything. They look younger. <laughs> See what they've done is they put they they put a few like grey highlights in their hair, and they've gone. Oh right, they said to the audience, "Oh right, they're old people now." <laughs> That's the only way they've like fucking denoted the fact that they aged a little bit. And and then and this is meant to be like twenty years later, by the way, because like the kids look about like they they they're at least like almost like seventeen, eighteen at this point. Uh, so this is like a long period of time later, and they've hardly aged at all. And he's at he's there, at the fucking window with the blue French horn, and that's the last image you see before they cut to the credits. And it's like that's shit way to it. <laughs> whack, whack. What was the whole smear penis joke? Just because it was blue. <laughs> That's literally it. Yeah. That's the premise of the whole thing. That's honestly it. It could have been a Smurf's elbow. It could have been a Smurf's leg. It, 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 yeah. Mm. Yeah. So and and that was that was how it ended. Then so what was your initial reaction? Because obviously you you'd watched this show like you've only recently watched it. Like was it last year you finished it all? So I rewatched it. So I watched it like when it was originally going out. I was watching it like keeping up with it. Until about season seven, uh, season six and seven, and it was just like I can't do it. It's, it's just not fun anymore. And then I, I went back and I watched like the last episodes, but I didn't really know like the bits that connected between them. And then recently, I, I watched it all through again. And actually, you know what? It's better the second time around. Actually, some bits where I thought, oh, this is like if, if you wade through some of the shit. If you wade through some of the shit, there's some really good stuff in there, actually. Even the later episodes, some of that clever writing is still there. So the first time I watched it, I was like, this is out of bollocks. And the second time I watched it, I was like, 
<laughs> I wasn't angry. I was just a bit deflated because I yeah. was like, oh, I'd given the show the benefit of the doubt. But everyone did, though. Like, everyone at the time did, man. I remember watching it and we're like, we were like, okay, yeah, it's shit, but we know it's going to pay off. Like, this, it's going to work. It's going to pay off. It's going to be worth the wait. And then they do the, the, the Smurf penis. They do the fucking blue horn, the French horn. Do you know, do you know what it's like? It's like, you know, in, in, in um, Only Fools and Horses, right? They, they spend the whole time, like, eventually become millionaires. And you're like, yeah, this is great. And although eventually, like, three years later, they brought it back and they bankrupt them. Like, you know, that's a bit you know, not great. But imagine if instead of that, 15 minutes after winning the lottery, they then bankrupted him. <laughs> that is what it would have been. It was like straight away. It's like Ted finally's happy. I just don't think they uh, they wanted you to be happy watching the show. You know, I think they just uh, the emotion they wanted throughout was frustration, and that that's just that's just what I felt watching it. I, I tell you what, though, I was thinking is you know how like most TV shows like like your Friends and that how they talk about. I know Friends is going to do a reunion now, but for years they, are? they would. Apparently so, yeah, apparently. I don't know if it's going to be a film or TV show, but apparently... It's, it's going to be bit. whack. See, that, that's the thing. It's because like, shows like Friends that went out on like you know quite a good note, Satisfactory Ends, you're like, you can't make another series of that. You'd you ruin it. Or like Breaking Bad, when they were talking about doing another one, you're like, oh, you, you, you can't, you know, there's no, no point. You said all you wanted to say. Yeah. It's How I Met Your Mother... That is the perfect one to bring it back, to do a spin-off, to do one more episode, because everyone is unsatisfied with that ending, and there's so many ways you could change it. But I'm thinking... It's a good point. I, I, was, I was thinking about this idea for, for a show, right, where, like, you know, Ted Mosby sits oh, Where we go, Lou, Louis storyboard time. <laughs> just, 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 just kind of thinking, just thinking about it, right? <laughs> so he sits down, I'm not... Like full base at all. Just you have no. You definitely haven't got a storyboard up in your room about it, have you? I've not got a spec script ready. Yeah, no. uh, not at all. Not at all. Carter Bays is listening right now. With his with his dick hard. Oh, I wish. I wish. But I, I was thinking, right? So, right, the old Ted Mosby, right? He's sitting there saying to the two kids, you know. And it's like, oh, how did it go with Robin? Yeah, it's a really good date. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. All right, I'm off to bed. Oh, I'll see you later. Oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then, there is, and then Ted's about to go sleep. But then, like, the camera's still fixed on the couch. Then another kid walks in. And you're like, oh, what's going on? Oh, what's happening? And then it, da, 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 da. It turns out Ted had another kid by another <laughs> mother, right? Inception. Yeah, we can redo all the wrongs. We can... We can have another. This could be like a feature film. Yeah, but is this like gonna? Fun. It's just gonna make Ted fun. Like he's just gonna. Yeah. This is what it needs. This is what needs to happen. The characters need to be fun. What could happen is after the mother died, maybe he went on a crazy bender and he was like Barney, and he was just like unhinged geezer, and him and Barney were just like unhinged geezers yeah. together. They got maybe that. they got hooked on meth a bit and just started doing stripes and that. <laughs> It's not going to be a kitchen sink type drama. I mean, we can do that. <laughs> NSFW, bollocks is NSFW, remember that. <laughs> but then, right, also another idea you could have, right, if that, if, if that doesn't float your boat, what you could have 
is all right, they come back like next you know how about your mother da, 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 comes in right and then basically like ted mosby he opens opens the door and it's the daughter right and now she's explaining to the story how i met your son-in-law and it you could do the flip reversal where it's the, the daughter's story possibly well I, i'm pretty sure wasn't that rumored you were going to do a how i met your father and they were going to do it. Yeah, yeah. I'll, let me Google it because that was a big thing for a while. They were going to. Have you just thought of that now, thinking that you're the only person that's thought of that premise? You're, well, you're uh, thinking you're onto this this big fucking genius idea. No, I thought I thought of the daughter bringing a guy home and, and selling to Ted. This is how I met like, your son-in-law. Like telling that was my idea. But that one as well, though, that is a good idea. I like that. Hmm. Yeah, it was. Uh, so I'm just looking at it. It was theorised for a while, actually. Didn't end yeah, up happening. They did like a I mean, They did it. They did it in one episode of How I Met Your Mother, where it was like, um, where oh. yeah, they, did, they told the story from her her point of view. Yeah, that was really. By the way, when I'm talking about still that some of that clever writing is there. That was a great episode. Watch that season nine. <laughs> great episode, and she could definitely be the lead in a TV show. She was. She, like, she's an incredible actress, but she was yeah, fantastic. Yeah, you liked a bit of her, did you? Like, as I'm saying, like the, the dream girl, she fits the mold of a dream girl. She is just like you know, like someone who just makes you like she just looks like a nice geezer, and then you see him. I mean, you see him, you meet them, start dating them for a bit, and then uh, you find out she's been uh, she's been shagging the milkman for a good three months. Not really. I've never seen anyone. To be fair, I've never been. Aromatic relationship, so I don't, I don't know what that is. But like, <laughs> no, you yeah. haven't. At least you've had first date experience recently. Aye, 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 aye. Let's hope it's not the last date, but aye, aye. If there is any single women out there, if there is in in time of isolation need, Louis got your toilet roll back. So if you're in, if you're in need of, um, so Louis can be your toilet toilet paper man. You know, you got a milkman, you got firemen, policemen. Well, Louis actually a, a toilet a toilet roll man. I've got the paper. Got the paper He's got the man. paper, got... not money, just actual paper as in toilet paper. But now here's the thing, though. I was thinking about this, and just 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 one word on coronavirus here. But <laughs> got to get the one in. Got to get the one in, right? This would be a great way to meet to meet my future wife. But imagine, right? I'm, I'm messaging these girls on these dating sites, right? And and like me, me and this girl, we, we strike up a conversation, and uh, and then we, we, you know, we're in self isolation. We're both feeling a bit down, and um, you know, we we both not had any for a while. You know, she's been inside for three months, and I've, you know, my streak's been a bit longer than that. And uh, and we just we, a keep, bit. we keep talking, and 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 then eventually, like the isolation like comes is over, and uh, and we're like, oh, you know, I've been, you know, nice to meet you up, and then and then she then she's standing there at the train station. And I'm standing there at the train station, and we run towards each other in slow motion, and then and, and there's no like two meters apart type thing. Like maybe one of us cracks a joke saying, "Hey, you, oh, I, I thought I left my rubber gloves at home, or something like that." Or oh, I don't know. Not so, rubber so, gloves, like, rubber something. Or, or, or something like, um, "Oh, it's nice to be within two meters of someone," and you know, it's like like funny to break the ice. And then we embrace. That and sounds like a Schmosby chat up, man. That's the the, the, the yeah, quite the exact myself. bollocks we're talking about. I see myself in Ted. I think you do. I, I think that's why you like him. You relate to Ted Mosby. 
because you are you are as lame as him with with the ladies and that's okay and you know me i'm more like barney before the whole robin ordeal like that's me and you know i've won i've 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 held the championship title you know the three-weight championship title it's happened and and that's fine too it's okay yeah well i mean it's okay for you (laughs) for me it's quite depression that's why i'm on my third beer already but they're pretty large ones but the thing is that what annoys me and it's a good thing you brought this up is that you talk about ted being bad with women he's not fucking bad with women have you seen some of the girls that he slept with firstly he slept with a lot of women on that show secondly all of them have been stunners Think about all of them. Think about mm-hmm. what's her name. Uh, Different yeah. Robin. R- well, I think her name is Stella, isn't it? Stella. Like, the, the girl who's the protester. What was her name again? Um, you know what Fuck. I mean? Yeah. One who's married to the captain. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Unbelievably fit. Um, Barney's uh, half-sister. Like, you could list, like, endless... Rachel Bilson. He dated Ooh. Rachel Turns out to be a lesbian. What's that? She turns out to be a lesbian. Turns out to be a lesbian, but still got on a date with Rachel. You know what? Now we're on the topic of that. That whole storyline with story arc with the the umbrella, that was bollocks yeah. too. It was a bit of overkill. <laughs> so, what what's with these inanimate objects? Like you know, objectifying the love and and, and that like fucking French blue on and now now an umbrella as well. Oh, it's so much meaning behind this umbrella. It's so whack. Thing is though, that, that I, I didn't mind that too much. I thought that was it started off really nice, and they kind of forgot about it, and then sort of just drew it back at the end. But it was it was it was all right. You know what it's a bit like? It was a bit like Michael Jackson, right? What? Right. It was a bit like nonsense. That's no, a bit, no. a bit harsh. <laughs> so the thing is, right, when I was watching that Michael Jackson performance of, um, uh, uh, it was from the 25th anniversary of Michael Jackson performing in the industry, and he was doing, um, he was doing Billie Jean. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, Belter he, performance. What's that, sorry? Belter performance. Incredible. One of the best things about it was in the lead up before he even starts singing, he gets up there and he, he takes out a briefcase, right? Gets briefcase, lays it down. First thing he does, gets out the hat. Everyone's like, ah, I go mental. Gets out the jacket. Everyone goes mental. Then he gets out the glove. Everyone goes mental because there's these things that they've built up through time where like you associate it with a certain song or a certain music video. And so before he's even sung a word, everyone knows what's coming next. And I kind of think that's what they were trying to do. It's like this yellow umbrella. They, they were like, when, when people see the yellow umbrella, ah, oh, that's where she... And I think it, I, I quite like it, to be fair with you. I think it was all right. I, I didn't mind that. I, I mean, I don't know how you compare the yellow umbrella from How I Met Your Mother to Michael Jackson's hat, but you've just gone and done it. And I, I'm pretty, pretty ashamed that you're there. Pretty appalled. <laughs> if there was a film student, they they would they would like they would come up with some terminology to express what I mean. But I think it's a good it's a good it's a good little like thing. I don't mind. I think it was alright. I, I think it was. I feel like, like some some geezer studying uh, media right now. Uni is going to write an article on a comparison of the the yellow umbrella from How I Met Your Mother to Michael Jackson's hat, and um, <laughs> that's something I'm definitely not going to read. <laughs> I'm gonna have it framed, geezer. Now. <laughs> Laminated. 
I'm good. I'm good at suing for fucking copying my uh, suing for um copyright. Another but, thing that was bollocks, yeah, is thing the one the main thing about how I met your mother I've never understood. I don't think anyone's ever understood it. Is why the fuck was the voice of Ted a different <laughs> person entirely? So the voice of Ted in the future, thirty years, the father whatever, was voiced by Bob Saget, who's like a musician and a comedian. What? What? Why? Why? I've never understood why. I never never knew it was two different people until I watched Family Guy, and and Peter was saying it, and I was just like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's so, no, it's noticeable, though. Like, it's like, because you're hearing that narrator every episode, and then you're hearing the actor every episode, so it's like, it should be obvious. I I thought they were gonna like um, get Bob Saget to do a voiceover in the last episode, and, and the actor Ted, the actor who played Ted, just had to like mime. That would have been good. That would have made sense. Like I thought, what it was, yeah, as he got older, like his voice changed, like his voice matured, or like he did a load of a load of drugs, you know, because that can that can change your voice a bit, can't it? But no. Yeah, so as we wind down, I guess Lou. So um, have you had time to think about? Um, do you think this is the worst ending? Of a TV show, even a film of anything, is it the worst one you've ever seen? Now, do you know what I said earlier? There's there's three that come to mind, right? And these could be good potential episodes, even, right? These yeah. are the three I'm thinking, the other two I'm thinking. So there's this, right? Yeah. Very, only Fools and Horses, the last episode, because while it was quite funny, it had its good moments. It was a bit of a downer, losing all their money and the and it was, yeah, it was like they, 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 it ended so well. Then they brought it back, and it was like there was just no need for it. Do you reckon? Yeah, it was just like, again there were some good moments, the Gary uh, thing. Yeah. The last episodes there were good moments, but I would be much happier if they didn't exist. Uh, honestly, I just I just think it was it should ended, have ended on the high. Yeah. It ended. It, it ended perfectly, like almost literally perfectly. Uh, there's no need to do anything else. Yeah, I agree with that. I just I don't think it's uh, the content was bad though. Like you know, I agree with the fact that it probably should have ended there. But the, the episodes they brought back, I I, I really enjoyed. It. So I don't think the content was an issue. So, a little bit though, it, it wasn't, wasn't the same. Definitely, it you were older than that, but yeah, just it wasn't. It, it wasn't as. I don't know. I think, yeah, I don't think it was as good as it as it. It was wasn't a bad show by any stretch of the imagination, but it wasn't it wasn't as good as it could have been. But the other one, really, that I've got up there is Scrubs. Scrubs, mm. the last series was fucking dreadful. <laughs> it ended on such a good high. With like, JD and Dancy. oh man, honestly, like the original ending Scrub season eight, yeah, that's one of my favorite endings of all time. You know where so, like the little projector, it's like he's watching a little projector of his, his future, and he's going down the agree? lobby, he's going past all like the, all the staff at the at Sacred Hearts. Yeah, incredible. And then they bring that that utter shite back. Even um, Zach Braff on Twitter, I remember this fondly like years ago. He tweeted. They put a tweet out saying, and, and there it goes. Because I think what happened with the, that season of Scrub, yeah, it was supposed to go longer. Like, I think it had 18 episodes, and it ended up going 13 episodes, and he just he just cancelled it in the end. I don't even think it had, like, a, a proper ending. It was supposed to go on longer. And Zach Braff just put a tweet out saying, and there it is, Scrub's 2.5 is over. 
or Scrubs one point five, like he didn't even like consider it himself, even though he was in half, but he didn't consider it like proper Scrubs season. Yeah, yeah, it definitely because it, it, yeah, it was such it was a great ending that with like Peter Gabriel song and everything. Ah, the it Book was, of Love is long and boring. You've got to play that song, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna do old geezer. but it, yeah, it was yeah. So that that's up there. They they're the three like really bad endings. A lot of people would go Sopranos. You know what? I didn't mind that, but. I think, yeah. The Sopranos one's just a meme at this point. The thing is, I didn't think that was that bad. I can kind of understand why they did it. I know a lot of people, it's a bit anticlimactic and all yeah. that. I but get the ambiguity of it, though. It's like, I just feel like, I think a lot of people think he he got killed. So without him, there is no, there's no Soprano family. There's no there's no nothing without Tony. It's like, if he's dead, then there's no, there's no point to the show. So I think that's why they cut it off. I think they all got killed. I think it was like a family massacre in my, in my head. So they all got yeah. Well, that there we go. The Sopranos they got they're yeah. taken out. So without them, then there's 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 no show. But if, if quickly, what what are your, your, some of your favourite endings of all time? So I think I know what mine is. Okay, so for me, recently, Mister Robot definitely up there. Breaking Bad. It, the left the leftovers is probably my my favorite because you've got a show that's just it's so dark it's so it's so depressing it hits you so emotionally on all levels like to just a degree you you wouldn't even you can't comprehend if you don't watch it yeah and then you get this just beautiful ending like I don't want to spoil it because you obviously haven't seen it probably and most people haven't seen it but it's just it's so beautiful uh, the leftovers have you ever heard of it I think you should go and watch the leftovers. It's it's one of my it's one of my favorite shows of all time. Mm. Uh, yeah, so that's definitely up there. So they're probably my top three. To be honest, what about you? I've not seen any. I've well, seen Breaking Bad. But... Well, the leftovers is by Damon Lindelof, who did Lost, um, and also did uh, he's done you know Watchmen that that's going on now on HBO. Shit, I thought he was the geezer who played Defense for United. <laughs> He could be. Could be. Could be his, his evil twin. Who fuck knows? Yeah. Yeah. Have you uh, have you got any favourites? See, my favourite, right? My favourite ever ending of any TV show. Not favourite. Favourite, geezers. Favourite. I think it has to be Blackadder Goes Forth. That, that last bit where they go over the top. Mm. Honestly, you can't watch that and not cry. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Just, I'm unbelievable. That the whole the whole episode was incredible, and then the whole the whole show pretty much was incredible. But that whole episode just leading up to it, and the whole last moments, and then in fact it's a true. Well, not not you know it wasn't those characters probably didn't exist, but the fact that that characters like that, people like that, millions of them went to their death in that kind of way. You know, the fact it was based mm-hmm. on true story. So real. So so real, and and and. And yeah, oh, just yeah, incredible. Like, you know, that's, that's you know what's not real? There's bollocks ending of how I met your mother, where you can get married, have kids with someone, and then you tell the whole story about that person, the entire of it, and get emotion to emotion, and then five minutes later, go realize, oh shit, no, I, I was I was in love with my ex all, all along. You know, yeah, you know, yeah. you know what, kid, your mother actually doesn't matter. It's it's fine. Fuck off. Yeah, you're, you're Miles Brown, right? So I'm gonna go. <laughs> Get it on now I'm going to go plough Robin. 
Now I'm going to go plough my ex. Like, could you imagine sitting there? You're supposed to be sat there with the kids. And you're listening to this garbage, this hot garbage. <laughs> and and, and how, how, how long was that fucking story as well? <laughs> <laughs> how long were they sat there? Were they sat there for nine years and didn't move? It's a fucking torture technique. It certainly yeah. was for, for us watchers, wasn't it? And, and it's just, it's, it's, it's just. That, that gasp, uh, that I think that summarizes it all, doesn't it? Yeah, it's just there is just moments. There's, there's plot holes in the show, but you're just like, ah, fuck it. Well, that's the thing, you know. There is plot holes in the show. So many, even the stuff like we talk about the voice, the voice actor. Just a few things, but you can look past shit like that, you know, as long as it's funny and it's good and it's, you know, it's uplifting. And But just the last season, the last couple of seasons, you just can't look past it. And that ending, you just can't look past it and ending that bad. Definitely. Definitely. i tell you what, it's another sick, sick ending, though, just while, just while we're on the topic. But it's not an ending of a show, it's an ending of a season. It's the ending of uh, Narcos Mexico season one. Fuck me, that's a good ending. Oh, yeah. I've only seen normal Narcos. I've never seen Mexico. An ending of Narcos season three. It, it's incredible. I can't mm. remember what that last scene is. Oh, no, I remember what it is. No, that, that is an incredible ending as well, actually. Yeah, yeah. Is um, yeah. But that's probably time and place for that's why they were quality. But this is that's why they were bollocks. Yeah, and we that, just summarised. Uh, yeah. I think I'm going to go out on a limb and say the worst, the the one the, for me, it's the worst ending of all time of a sitcom or a TV show. Which only be, because I was living through it. I was watching it week by week. Like I remember as a kid in school, getting on, sticking on E4, watching How I Met Your Mother. I remember downloading torrenting these How I Met Your Mother episodes the last couple of seasons. I would torrent the episodes. When you were there in America, because they did, they weren't there over here till like a couple of months later or whatever. So I would torrent them on my computer, watch them week to week. I'm watching How I Met Your Mother season nine week to week. What the fuck was I thinking? What was I using my time for there, Luke? Answer me that. Definitely, I agree with you, man. I mean, while, while I was watching it on completely legal means and uh, <laughs> actually watching all the media. <laughs> In fact, sometimes I'd give them more money. I'd give them a donation. I just got such a good job, actually. Oh, yes. you know, gonna get me wrong. I was donating to the pirate day. <laughs> like I'm donating to them, so it's it's not all bad. But um, but no, while I was obeying the law, I. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, I agree. I agree with you because it was yeah, it was it was you, you invested so much in it, and then they just fucking just they let you down it was fucking um, soul destroying <laughs> it really was I remember watching that and then it was fucking soul destroying at the end of the day that ending was a load of old bollocks <laughs> a load of old bollocks <laughs> load of bollocks agreed and on the bollocks scale where, where would you where would you rate it oh I get uh, it was I think you should you can measure it not in a 1 out of 10 but, but by the size so I think with that one, I'd be like, <sighs> yeah. So you wouldn't start. You wouldn't start sucking on it or licking it. But Vin, Vince Russo, that that on the on the on the bollock scale, I think that would be like. <sighs> where is where is only for, where is sorry where is how about your mother? That was it, it takes something out of you physically. <laughs> 
much like <sighs> uh, that that's that's I'd say what it was. Yeah. And there it is from the bollocks' mouth itself. <laughs> I probably generated that sound from my bollocks, that's probably where the wind came from. Oh yeah, this whole podcast has been generated from my bollocks. <laughs> And yeah, and that that was um that's why they were bollocks on the ending of, of How I Met Your Mother. So tune in for the uh, the next episode. Definitely easy. Alright. No. From Louis and Paddy, peace out. Peace out. Yeah, the whole the whole piss breakout was generated from my bollocks. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs>